Now, yesterday, News 24 broke this important story involving the daughter of the man accused of anti-apartheid activist Ahmed Timol's murder 30 years ago. It seems Talana Stunder helped the Timol family to track her father down, although the Timols had believed he was dead along with all the other suspects in that case. Talana Stunder also revealed details of her fraught relationship with her father and said she'd had a very difficult childhood. Talana Stunder has agreed to speak to us about her childhood and joins us on the line from Cape Town now. Talana, good afternoon to you and thank you so much for your time here on Afternoon Drive today. What can you tell us about your relationship with your father when you were a young girl? Um, they weren't, they, there wasn't actually a relationship between us. I was just there trying to survive. So there was no love, love relationship um, with any of us there. So it was just trying to survive and get through, through whatever's going on, you know. And, and I was an innocent child growing, growing up in a very Afrikaans household. Um, we were very indoctrinated in those years. I mean, you only speak and you do as you, you were told. Um, and the outcome, if you didn't do that, it was a hiding. And it wasn't the normal hiding that we got. It was a real blood-flowing hiding. So you were very, very intimidated. So you shut up and you do what they ask you to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. What, what, what was your, your relationship like specifically with your father? I mean, you, you, you certainly speak of the intimidatory atmosphere in your home. Uh, what was the, the nature of the abuse that, that you suffered? Um, that was the sexual abuse. There was sexual abuse and verbal abuse. And, um, yeah, and I mean... Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, you intimidate you not, and you're not allowed to ask anything or, or do anything that you were not told. So I was very intimidated and I was very indoctrinated. So, and I think that's the problem now that I don't have contact with my sisters and brothers. And I mean, I don't have any contact with them. And, and yeah. You know, this is the first that we have heard of these allegations of sexual abuse, because certainly this has not been, been carried by any other media before. Can, yes. can you can you fill us in on on what those those early years were like, and 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 when you say this abuse began? Oh, I was very young. Um, I can't be specific about the age. It must must have been around eight nine years old, into my high school years until at a at a point where he wanted to do more to me, and um, yeah, and I was you know it was a horrible feeling coming from school when you were scared. You don't know what to do because the, the white bucky was in front of the yard where you parked it in the afternoons. And if I go to my friend's house, not going home because I'm, I don't want to be there, I'll get this hiding to show me you will come home. And when I do go home, you know, that the thing started. I mean, he just drags me into his room and that's what happens. And, and you say, you, you speak of a time in your life when, when it almost got worse. What do you mean by that? Finally, writing me. He, he attempted to. Um, I don't know if he come, came to his senses, but I didn't let that happen. How did so, you stop it? Um, by getting up from the bed. Hmm. And I think I realized what he was doing. So that stopped there. Tell me, did and it, I, Yes, please go ahead. And after that, I wrote a letter to my mom telling her what's going on and that I'm scared and, and if she can help me and what I'm and not to give him the letter and not to tell him that I told her. 
but she did eventually. And then the hell, all hell broke loose. So I was getting my hidings and I was hated and I was uh, verbal abused where nobody was around. He always verbal abused me when nobody was around so that nobody could hear what he was saying to me. But I remember every bloody word that he said to me. So I will never forget that. But I'm healing. I'm mm. healing. Speaking out heals me. It, it, it just helps me heal my wounds and, and, you know, get back to where I should be. And Do, courage is growing. You know, yes, you, yes. you have to grow your courage and, and in order to speak up. How many years ago did this happen, Talana? Well, I'm 56 now. That was about eight. It started eight, nine years ago. So mm. I was in, in high school, you know. Tell well, me, that, did, was, that did, was very difficult. Did, did did anyone other than your mother know? Did you did you tell anyone other than your mother that that you were being abused? I didn't really speak to my brothers, my sisters about it. Then um, I don't know if they noticed anything because we didn't really talk about these things in those days. Um, but I told them a few years back when I saw them the last time. I told them. Um, I'm going to speak up about this. I'm not going to let him get away with it. And I want people to know what he did because they, it, it, they make, me, make me feel that uh, they don't believe me. You know, yes. it's just a story that I'm making up. That was my whole life. Um, that's what my mom felt about me. That's what I feel my mom felt about me as well because we never had proper conversations about anything in life. So, um, yeah, and... You you were one you were one of quite a few children, as uh, seven children initially and six children surviving, as I understand it. Do you do you think that that if indeed you were abused, other children in the family were abused as well? It won't surprise me, but I know that he did something to my older sister that I saw him in the evenings coming to our room. I was scared like hell that he will come to my bed, but then he changed his route to my sister, my older sister's bed, thank heavens for that. But she never, and, and I don't think she knows that I know he was there. And, I, and he definitely doesn't know that I know that. So, yeah. Was there, anyone, was there anyone else you could talk to at that time, uh, Talana, whether it was uh, someone in, at school or, or were there any other older figures that, that you might have taken your story to? Yeah, there was, there was this one um, family friend of my, of my father's um, he was a policeman as well. Um, I'm not going to mention his name. I told him and he just turned around and he laughed and he ignored me. Um, there was my grandmother, step-grandmother. I told her and she just looked at me and ignored me. So, so she didn't say anything. And I think it was also mostly because it was those years. Or, I don't know. But that was at quite a later stage that I did that. Tell me, Talana, do do you intend to lay a charge against your father? Um, if it comes to that, I will, yes. If it comes to that, I will. I want him to recognize what, or to say, to recognize, tell the, tell my family what he did. I want them to hear it from him. I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not worried about his, his sorries and, and, and whatnot. I want him to tell them he did it so that they can stop thinking I'm the bad one in the family because I'm the black sheep at the moment. And I would be... Yes, mm -hmm. yes, please go on. No, that's fine. T tell me, tell me, Talana, ha have you ever confronted your father over this as an adult? No. No, it's very difficult to face that man. No, I'm not interested in talking to him at all.
So, so you Not haven't. When was the last time you actually saw him? Sure, it must be more than 10, 15, 20 years. Wow, that's quite a long Easy. time. And and there, yeah, there's no. no relationship with your family to speak of. No, no, nothing. They're just my sister. That's one year younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, I she we now and then talk, and she just asks me how I am and and you know what's going on and so on. But we don't talk about the family at all. So it's just about our, myself and her and right. So on. no. And and no, you've never you've never reached out to your to your mother in the in the years that followed. No. No, because she never had my back. She never had my back. I never had proper conversations like girls usually have with their moms and stuff. We never had that in the house um, or with my dad. And our siblings were just kids, you know. We were just running around and play. And, and, and that's the thing. You survive. I mean, what can you do? What, what, what was your relationship like between your mother and father? Was it, was it a loving relationship? Um, they never discussed anything or fight in front of us or had arguments or anything. They just, I mean, he had his affairs. I think he had two two affairs, if I can remember correctly, um, which I saw one, definitely. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. She, she just stuck with him. She just never got, went anywhere. And by one stage, she just left the house and... and gone somewhere and I was so happy because I thought, oh yeah, I'm finally rid of the man. But then she came back and nothing else. You know, it was just like... What what has made you come out with this after all these years, Talana? You know, people like Jennifer and and all the other girls that come, or people that came out now recently. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've built this courage up from months and years now. And I just decided it's the time now. I'm in a different space in my life. Yes. And I want to get rid of this. And I want this to come out. And I'm going to do it now. Because I've got the courage to do this now. And I'm going to do it. Talana, thank and you I, so much. I hope this helps other people as well. All right. Thank you very much for speaking to us. Talana Stander is the daughter of Joao Rodrigues. He's the man uh, accused of anti-apartheid activist Ahmed Timol's murder 30 years ago, adding a completely different dimension to the story. Talana Stander, thank you for your courage in coming forward to tell your story.